Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my co-host, Leanne Whippen. And along with the usual suspects hanging around the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios here in Portland. Uh, before we get started here, I'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. By the way, Leanne, you've got a couple of briskets coming your way. Yay! Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking with Stan Hayes from Operation Barbecue Relief. Stan got this idea a number of years ago, and it's really taken off. And uh, we want to get caught up with him. He's been on the show before. But uh, this is the first time he's been on with Leanne as in the co-pilot chair there. So, Stan, welcome. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on, and it's great to see you guys. Uh, yeah, finally, we get to see each other. Although I know you guys had a had a kind of a semi-cocktail date a couple of weeks ago when well, you opened yeah, up your he, new office. It was his grand opening for his office, which is fantastic. Yeah. 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 So what's going on with uh, Barbecue Relief right now? You know, we we have been this last two years have probably been, you know, uh, just, yeah, the steady increase uh, um, every of year. Disasters. Year, you know, <laughs> between, well, between disasters and then what we're trying to do on, on those non-disaster off time or what we call those blue sky days. Um, you know, we're trying to programmatically be able to um, put those things together that. Uh, we'll keep us busy. We'll keep our sponsors and those that support us seeing the good that we do. Um, and that way you're not re- always relying on um, the disaster to happen to be able to show that you're making a difference in communities, making a difference in people's lives. And so, you know, we, we've worked very hard at, at doing that. And at the same time, disasters haven't slowed down. So we're doing more today and, and than we've ever done. Um, we've had some exciting announcements, uh, you know, in the last few months and, you know, another one coming that we're going to talk about today. Um, but, you know, um, Leanne, you got to see the, the new office space down in Tampa and, and the new uh, kitchen that we're going to use for virtual classes. Which and is fantastic. That- it's, it's a fabulous kitchen. Yeah, and, and we're working on that schedule to roll out the, the, you know, virtual classes right now and hoping by second quarter that we have a schedule put together where we can start having some virtual classes. And, and everything that we do that's outside disaster is focused around um, those heroes that are giving on every day. You know, those first responders, uh, veterans and, and active duty military that, you know, uh, they seem to be the ones that always jump up in the middle of chaos and continue to serve their community. And we want to be able to give back to them um, in those times uh, that we aren't busy um, to be able to support them, but give them some life skills around grilling and barbecue, but also bring in that com- 
camaraderie that we see so much in the barbecue community that we think probably fits in so well with them, you know, in the camaraderie that they already see in, uh, in their circles. How long I love is- that you're, I was going to say, I just love that you're doing virtual classes, obviously, you know, with the pandemic still going on, it just gives everyone an opportunity to uh, take part in this without having to quote live in Tampa. And so that's really nice that you're doing that. Well, we had so many things in 2020 that were planned that ended up getting canceled. Um, if if we would have had this in place, you know, back then, we could have just automatically pivoted. But now it really, you know, it really gives us an opportunity to, to broaden that reach um, from being in person in, in, in a parking lot at, at a base or at, at, at a sponsor's location or something like that, where we're bringing people in to then have a variety of people from across the country being able to join us on these. So it's exciting. Is it, is it more um, efficient, if you will, now that you're opening up like the, your office in Tampa, Stan, and you've got some other things that we'll talk about starting in the next segment. And you were talking about, you know, letting your sponsors know what you're continually doing. Does that keep them a little more in tune to when you when you get some news that there's going to be a big storm in Florida or like the snowstorm and stuff in Kentucky? They gear up at the same time you do so you don't have to wait for their contribution, so to speak, whether it's hamburger or buns or cash or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. But are, have you, are you getting them kind of tuned into that, too? Yeah, we, we generally, all, almost on all of them, we start out with a plan, you know, for the year. So we're not really waiting for them, but it's really more of a way that we continue to give and highlight them, you know, more often because they get to be seen not just during the disaster time frames, but they get those people that are attending these classes get to see those companies that, you know, put the effort behind everything that we do that help make us you know, make it possible for us to go out there and do those classes for them, whether it's in person or virtually. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. So are the classes going to be designed for like a competitive type class, like teaching people how to compete? Or is it just basically just learning how to cook overall on smokers and learn about barbecue or how's it going to be structured? So there'll be a little bit of all. We haven't got to the point of the, the competition side yet. Um, for most of those guys, most of them, it's going to be a lot of, um, from what we hear and talking to people, um, it's more about the basics and, you know, um, you know, for lack of a better term, when you think about it, I mean, the one thing, one area that we get asked the most when we're doing these have been, can you teach my husband how to make sure he doesn't dry out the salmon or overcook <laughs> the chicken or, you know, and, and, and it's really about teaching some, some of the basics to them and then being able to add to it. And then we want to get to a point where, you know, how many people do you know, get really, uh, really worried about, you know, going out and buying a prime rib for their Christmas dinner because it's an expensive piece of meat and they don't want to screw it up. Yeah. Right. You know, be able to have that conversation and 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 put on a class about things like that, um, and a lot of these will also have a whole video library where we'll we'll record these. So in the future, if they miss that class and they want to do 
you know, specific, you know, certain specific things or learn specific things, they can go back to that library and, and find that prime rib one as they're getting ready for Christmas or find that, you know, one, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to do this and I want to be able to, to do that salmon the way they were doing it, whatever it might be. If they miss that class, we'll, we'll have that opportunity. But we'll just continue to add, um, you know, new things. And then we'll be continuing to add people like having Leanne come in and, and, and doing something there in the, in the kitchen to be able to communicate that out, but then have yeah, that in to. the video um, archive that people can go back and see. Um, mm-hmm. So th- it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit of all of that, um, you know, where we're going to rely that some people are, are savvy enough that, Hey, we don't have to tell, you know, give them all the ins and outs about, you know, fire management and, and some of those pieces that go along with it, where we can just say, Hey, you know what, tonight, Leanne's going to do this, this, and this, or these Mm -hmm. two, these two proteins, and she's got a killer side dish that she makes, or, you know, and same thing with, with Dr. Barbecue, having Ray come on and Uh and do stuff. And then, and then obviously our own culinary team who is going to come out there and, you know, programmatically, you know, be the ones that try to have this, set up so these are live classes we can have have it set up to where we can take questions it's not always just a videotaped piece so mm-hmm. you can have that a little bit more interaction i guess mm-hmm. is the best way i think that's really good and i think I that too. i think that shows people your sponsors and the people that at some point you're serving and this also just to get general support behind um your, you know, Operation Barbecue Relief, I think that's really a, a good thing. So they don't get the image that you guys are just throwing stuff in a truck with, you know, 700 cases of water and just passing it out. I, yep. you know, that's a probably not a the best analogy, but I think some people might see it that way. Oh, sure. There's also that old, you know, the old thinking they hear Operation Barbecue Relief and it's a couple of guys in a grill sitting at the corner, you know, um, frying up or you know um, grilling up some burgers or something like right. that versus the operation that we currently have and 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 you know we, we're also building relationships and communities across the country in case we ever are in that the that community we may we may already have some built-in volunteers or promoters of the organization because of this new program no i think that's terrific mm-hmm. um we've got a couple minutes before we have to go to break stan Real quickly, go back for new listeners because we're expanding in our radio markets and give them a, a two-minute thumbnail on how you started all this. So um, Operation Barbecue Relief was started after the uh, Joplin tornado in May of 2011. Um, myself and a couple other you know, competitive barbecuers um, got together and thought, you know, who better than than us, you know, that goes and sets up in a parking lot with minimal needs um, to get together. And instead of competing against one another, just put out good old comfort food, you know, put out food that's Mm going to, you know, make people think about those good times around the barbecue and grill. And that's really the genesis of the organization. We started doing that thinking we'd be there a few days and 11 days later and 120,000 meals later, we knew we'd (laughs) found a gap. We knew that there was a bigger need than what was being addressed after major, you know, uh, disasters. And it's just grown from there to the point of just this recent one, the tornadoes in, in Kentucky uh, right before Christmas. 
that we're about 9.6 million meals have been served um, since May of 2011. That's just phenomenal. That's a lot of plates. That's a lot of plates. I know when I have to serve eight people anymore, I'm going, my God, how am I? <laughs> <laughs> it does that. Um, we're going to take a break here. Uh, Stan Hayes from Operation Barbecue Relief and Miss Leanne Whippen will be back with us in just a minute. You are listening to Barbecue Nation on the USA Radio Networks. I can now officially say that. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Leanne Whippen, and today we're talking with Stan Hayes. Is your official title COO, CEO, or just janitor? I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's a little all of that some days, but yeah, I'm the CEO and, and co-founder of the organization. So you were talking um, before we actually started recording the show about something you're working on kind of in your home area, if it were. Um, tell us about that. Yeah, so the, the big announcement that'll that'll be coming a lot more broader um, towards the end of this month is that um, we have purchased a 180-acre property down on Lake of the Ozarks. It actually sits on the water, um, but it, it goes up into the hills uh, of um, and this property uh, already has what we'll call a lodge on it. And this, you know, um, the idea is, is that we're going to use this uh, for um, camps for our first responders, veterans, military members and their families to be able to come together um, in nature um, around grilling and barbecue around the dinner table. And, uh, you know, whether it's their ability to go out and do a little fishing and maybe they're learning to cook that fish that they caught or, um, you know, getting them and their family cooking together, communicating. Um, one of the things is, is, you know, cooking together is a great way to bring people together, as you guys know, but it's a great way to get families communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, I take for granted, and Leanne, I know your kids have been out there too mm -hmm. um, over the years, but mine started when they were five years old, going to barbecue contests and doing kids' cue competitions. So I take for granted that kids you know, that now our teenagers are older that have, have done this, know how to cook, all of them. Um, and so many of my kids' friends don't know how to do that. And, uh, but when you think about what those, fir our first responders and, and military and our veterans have gone through or are going through with um, PTSD, the mental, you know, the mental and physical wounds that they receive, um, you know, there, there cause that causes a lot of divides in families, and and if we can help um, on the emotional, physical wounds that they they have, help them bridge the gap and help the 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 families heal and come together. Uh, the dinner table is something that's you know, a lost thing. It seems like anymore. I mean, my kids are so busy that if we sit down one night a week together for dinner, it, it, it's a great thing. But you know. That one night, 
we know so much more than the rest of the nights of what's going on, you know, what activities the kids have, what, what's coming up, all of these things. And it's all facilitated around just that dinner. And uh, that's really biggest part of this. This camp will bring them together, but grilling, barbecue, live fire cooking is going to be the center point of everything that every camp that we do down there. And uh, it's, it's an exciting time for us. It is. Um, how many families or people do you think you'd be able to accommodate? So we want to, we don't want this to be so big that you lose that, that, that ability to, to mentor and, 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 you know, the families and, and really hands-on. Um, so we're, we're thinking the optimal is probably somewhere around six to eight um, mm-hmm. families at a time. Um, if we do some uh, individual ones where it's like, you know, uh, hunting or a fishing tournament or something like that, that it may not be, because not every one of them is going to be uh, surrounded by, by family. Um, there will be individual time for the first responders or warriors to come out um, for some of these. Um, that's probably going to be more like, uh, you know, 10, 12 I mean, we could we can even bring out one of our bunkhouses that we use during deployments if it's going to be a little bit bigger than that. But mm-hmm. on 180 acres, it sounds like a lot. And I've been driving around on on four wheelers and figuring out, you know, where 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 our property really is. Um, it seems like a lot of room. But if you're out there hunting, you really don't, probably aren't going to have more than five people out, maybe six people out hunting on on a piece of property that size because you want that separation. Sure. Well, I was going to suggest something to you, a little inside baseball here, Stan. Uh, My co-host is an avid fisherman. and um, I am. I am. I know. I get pictures of her standing on a boat. (laughs) Still don't figure, haven't figured out who's driving the boat, but that's none of my business. But she's standing there holding her catch with this big smile on her face. And then a few hours later, you'll see this beautiful shot of like last week it was Dogfish, dogfish, and it was hogfish, and it was frying in the pan. God, it looked great. I was like, oh, "Why don't you come up here and cook for me, kiddo?" You know, it's well, she, she can do that. Mm-hmm. We're working on the first camp, and obviously, we're planning on building tiny cabins out there, um, and an, a whole outdoor kitchen area out of an old uh, tack barn that they have that it turning the stalls and that, that whole area into a cement kitchen, kitchen area with, mm. with uh, like garage doors that would open up to the outside to be able to bring the indoor out, outdoor in type of a feel. Um, we won't have that all done, but we don't want to wait till all of it's done to start doing things down there. So right. we're working with the local veteran group um, here in Missouri um, to maybe put on a paddlefish um, uh, fishing tournament, the opening weekend of paddlefish season down at Lake of those arcs. It only runs for four or five weeks, um, in in the springtime. And, uh, um, that is, uh, that's probably going to be one of the first camps that we do. We're also going to have some service camps where we, we work with other uh, nonprofits that are in the veteran, um, space, um, the active military space, and maybe have them come out to do help us in whether it's clearing areas, uh, marking trails, um, because we will have both hiking and ATV trails out, out in this area. And, 
Um, it's, you know, there's a lot to do. Uh, and um, many of these organizations want to be involved uh, with us in that way. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. That 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 is very very cool. Um, I think that's so important, as you know it, because I've had you on that program. I help up here in the Northwest with um, Operation Helping Our Heroes, and we've been able to mm -hmm. raise since I've been involved a, a pretty good chunk of money for them. But anything I think that can get the, especially the veterans and their families outside with an activity, uh, doing things like that, um, is is just terrific it's natural medicine it is we're going to take a break we're going to be back with stan hayes uh leanne and myself will be here on barbecue nation right after this If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G, where we talk home improvement and design right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen, and we've got Stan Hayes here from operation barbecue relief if you want to reach out to us it's pretty easy you can just go to barbecue nation jt.com little icon there on the bottom that will say send us your question um they've also a a little box right in the middle of the home page that gets you linked into the captivate website which is one of our main ones and you can listen to the uh library of shows there and of course you can uh, find us on Facebook and I'm on Twitter. That's cowcook 57 and Leanne is on there as Leanne Whippen and barbecue nation is on there. Operation barbecue relief is, is on there. So if you want to go in the Twitter verse, we're there. So I want to ask you, Stan, um, I don't know, this is the fifth or sixth time you've been on the show over the years, which has always been great. That's I wanted right. to ask you, Stan, in all the years that you've been coming on the show, I've asked you a whole litany of different questions. But how yeah. ha how has things changed for you personally since when you started this to where you are today? You, you yeah. can't you can't tell us really where Stan Hayes is going to be personally five years from now. You know, you kind of got dreams and hopes and aspirations. But right today, how are how have things changed for you? Well, I mean, besides, you know, uh, being as busy as I've ever been, um, I, I think the, the, the opportunity to find new ways to help communities, to help um, those that help us on a daily basis have been, you know, part of that dream of how the organization um, can expand, can do things. And, and frankly, Camp OBR, as we're going to call it, um, was something that probably six, seven years ago, I thought, man, you know, what would be really cool was, and back then it was like, Hey, what if you had like an RV park campground type sure. thing where they could do their own stuff? You know, what we've just done is, is been able to dream and dream even bigger to, to say, Hey, what if, you know, and, and this wasn't the first place we, we had an uh, initial deal with, with another location um, on the lake, an old resort that was built in the seventies. And frankly, it would take the next year just to clean it up enough to be able to ha host a camp, let mm -hmm. alone thinking of hosting a camp in three months. 
So for me, it's really about the ability to now um, transition out of, you know, being on the ground and, run, you know, helping in, you know, with the smokers and, and the day-to-day, you know, stuff to be able to be a little high, higher level coming in and doing interviews, coming in and, and, and going into the community and, and seeing and, and speaking to people. Um, but it's really about helping shape, you know, the future of the organization is, and, and I'm not where I want to be yet. You know, um, I want to be, I want to be the person that that's leading this and, and thinking about it and not having to, you know, run out there to try to see who I'm going to find, you know, and help my development team find that next, you know, um, sponsor or help shepherd something through like that. It is being able to talk like this you know, where I see the organization going and hopefully companies hearing us talk about it. So they want to be part of, of these great things that we're doing. That's, that's uh, good aspirations there, my friend. I, I think that's uh, well thought out from when we, when you and I first talked years ago, Stan, you had a handful of people that helped you. What's your staff like today and your volunteer base? Yeah, so I, I believe right now um, we have 18 full-time employees and seven part-time employees, um, all, you know, f- you know, based around the, the country, really. I mean, not fully around the country, but, you know, Kansas City has a good number, uh, you know, of, of employees and, and uh, um, in it, but we have employees in, you know, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, Virginia, Florida, Georgia, New Jersey. Wow. Illinois. I think those are the primary ones. Um, you know, and, and with the camp coming on, we'll be hiring a um, sort of a, uh, a camp manager, if you will. Sure. Uh, someone with a cult that has a culinary background, but also has a, has a sort of a Mr. Fix-It type background or Miss Fix-It type background. Um, because we can't leave, you know, a 6,000 square foot, uh, lodge, if you will, um, unaccompanied throughout the winter or throughout the year, um, and have to sit there, um, because, you know, it's just not, you know, there's so much to do, even if you don't have a camp or preparing for the next one. Um, and especially when you're getting ready to break ground to start doing things. I mean, we have, you know, there's two large barns on there. Like I mentioned, we were going around and putting up, you know, signs, right? We were putting up, you know, no hunting, no fishing, no trespassing type signs around the perimeter because we have a road that cuts through a portion of the 180 acres. Well, so you're putting on both sides of the road. You're trying to make sure they're spaced out, but close enough together that people are seeing them, Uh Um, you know, and and there's just going to be continued maintenance around that. Uh, And not to mention that we have we've put out about seven trail cams right now. And uh, going down there and, and you're not in an area that you're sending trail cam pictures, you know, via, via cell phone signal or right. something like that. So, you know, when you're getting them, uh, literally, mm-hmm. um, if you, if I get one bar on the top of the hill, um, I consider it a really good day. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Wi-Fi calling is really, or actually having a home phone, which I know is like almost unheard of anymore is something that we have to have down there because there yeah. is such poor cell service. But those things have to happen. You know, we've got to have somebody out there regularly checking this. I mean, we've got for the lake area, 
where there are no crops or anything like that. We have some really big deer that are foraging off of the acorns and and uh, some really really fat squirrels. Um, and 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 uh, we we have uh, some some uh, turkey throughout the area that we've caught on game cams and and you know some coyotes and talking to some neighbors and the owners. There's some bobcats in the area, so we we definitely have wildlife around there. So how big's the biggest uh, buck you've gotten on your or seen or been on your trail cam? I might come for a visit. You just don't know. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it, you know it's hard to tell on it. But he's 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 seen the same buck twice in the same area, um, but we're guessing he's probably somewhere uh, scored out at about 140 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and and then we have a lot of small bucks that have been coming through we we just built over the weekend a shed cage um which basically is a wire mesh um cage uh that uh, you put up around um t-posts and you pour uh, some corn down in there and as they go to reach in they get the the antlers caught in it and uh, it helps them shed the antlers and you're not having to shed hunt uh, throughout the property we've um I guess we've pulled in a couple of, uh, we pulled in a whole head um, with antlers on it um, uh, that probably was wounded um, and yeah. uh, ended up on the property and died on the property because, you know, we've had a carcass there. But, um, you know, the field mice and everything, if you don't find the sheds, they go, they go pretty quick because they, they, they chew on those, you know, for the minerals and everything. And, and, uh, um, we found one the other day that looked, it was probably, it was probably a good eight, eight to 10 point, you know, rack back then because the piece that's, that's still there is, is a good foot long. Sure. But all, wow. all the times have basically been, you know, gnawed down because they were smaller and now you're, you're that center, big, that bigger support. Yeah. Piece of yeah. Antler. So I, I saw when you were on um, CNN Heroes, and I was so excited that they, you know, had you on there. What was that experience like? That seems that's like a huge deal. Well, it, it was a huge honor and, and and extremely humbling because to think that you listen to the other stories of people that are on there that are saving and changing people's lives. I mean, you know, whether it's you know. Amy, who who won the year I was there, who 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 is now up to like a dozen coffee shops that started with one coffee shop that employed, you know, uh, developmentally challenged young adults um, in the coffee shop, and I've got to experience the joy and seeing them. That's a that's changing somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, to hearing about Mama Rosie in South Africa, who you know who through so much, you know, bad, um, such good happens, you know, through parents that, that die and leave kids and, you know, starting an orphanage there, um, and, and taking kids that probably would have died on the street in, um, and giving them an opportunity to, to grow so much into young adults and, and have careers. It is, it's, it's, it's very humbling. I mean, uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, we just made, we just make pulled pork sandwiches and, you know, we do barbecue <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, it, it, 
But you touch many, many wrong. lives. It may not be, and, you know, a coffee shop, but you have your own, you know. Oh, no. Thing. And, and we we know what the, what a hot meal means to people. And we know how much that affects people. If you can change somebody's day by them thinking about the next time they're going to have a, a barbecue in their backyard with their family or the next time they're going to have a, a neighborhood get together where they're cooking, you know, they're cooking up barbecue and they can see themselves doing that again. They can think about the good times because let's face it, barbecue is one of the only thing that's things out there that is used in celebrations of life to, you know, weddings, to reunions, to get togethers. And, and it's such a versatile thing that brings so many together and, and helps them um, during that time. We're going to yeah. take we're going to take another break. We're going to be back. Guess who with Stan Hayes from, um, you know, Operation Barbecue Relief and Leanne and myself on Barbecue Nation right after this. Don't go away. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the USA Radio Network. And uh, I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills. Uh, always been great to work with at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Leanne's going to get a taste of that stuff herself very shortly. And uh, uh, David Malik and his crew up at Gunter Wilhelm Knives. Very excellent knives, great quality, good for efficiency in the kitchen. You can find them online at GunterWilhelm.com. Time with Stan Hayes from Operation Barbecue Relief. Stan's going to stick around for after hours, I hope. That's where Leanne could swear. And um, uh, I don't swear. Never? Sometimes, but not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I feel the less you swear, the better. So when you do swear, it has more of an impact. Well, that's true. That's true. Someday I'll tell you a story about my mother, who I don't think said 20 cuss words in her whole life, but a couple of times she did. Yeah. I still remember them from See, when I that's was. What I mean, when I was a very young teenager. Anyway, uh, where do you envision this going, Stan? I mean, every time I talk to you, I mean, you're a busy guy, you're a focused guy, and you're doing all this. And now you got the camp and you got an office in Tampa and you're doing this. If I said, put on your hat, uh, do your prognostication for Barbecue Nation and tell us where you're where you want this to be in five years. Well, you know, I, I think the one area that I, we still struggle in that I would like to see us do a better job in is, you know, every everybody sees us during the the big natural disasters that happen or big disasters in general that happen across the country. But some of the smaller ones that you never hear about are probably just as devastating, if not more so for those small communities impacted. It's just not having the resources and, and uh, you know, the infrastructure of having people in those areas to, to get there to help them out because it may, it may literally be, um, you know, a truck and a trailer and, and a half dozen people making an even bigger impact in a community. That community is never going to get what the big communities get because it doesn't even make the news. Right. But you, you see these small 
these small tornadoes that aren't really small. They just are considered small because they didn't hit a major metropolitan area. I mean, that town of 800 or 2,000, you know, that might be much worse than a major community that gets hit. So I want to figure out a way to have a better network to where we can help those communities. We can help those, those you know, the floods, the, the, the fires, the, you know, um, in these remote areas that may not have large populations. But again, that community is probably hurting more so because of the size and the fact that it won't get the, the resources that the bigger towns get. Well, you know, there's certain parts of the country, like where I live, which is uh, very beautiful for about eight and a half months a year. But right now we're in the dismal time of year. But we don't get a lot of big storms where, you know, we did last year, for example, because the power went out. But most people survived and, the you know, the local officials had warming centers and did different things like that but could you envision yourself having at some point maybe in missouri and florida and and maybe someplace in between like 10 different teams so when there was you were in the dead of winter or in the spring when some of the other storms happen you could send out like rapid response teams yeah um i i actually i envision that as being more uh, more centered around those communities in those states to where we can find the right people. Um, and, you know, with the exception of the last two years, equipment's generally been fairly easy for us to come by, you know. Um, you know, trucks and trailers, trailers have been easy. We, we've, we're still trying to catch up to where we, we, I don't know that we'll ever be one-to-one truck to trailer. Sure. But we're almost a 50%, you know, vehicles to trailers. And that just relies on a lot of other people to pull them. But, even right now, I can't even get a. I've had a custom trailer on order since, you know, January of 2020, and the, mm-hmm. the manufacturer that's made a lot of our trailers for us said, "Hey, we're not making any any custom ones this year." So our order is just sitting there because they don't have one. You know, it, it's a supply issue of getting the parts and what's right, but it's so it's it's also a manpower issue. Yeah. And, and having the people. So, you know, but uh, I can see us expanding uh, our our area coordinator program into more communities across the country, um, finding the right people that want to be in there to be that ambassador, but also, you know, that has the ability, whether it's with their own trailer or, uh, you know, network to be able to respond to these a little bit better. Um, but we've been revamping that program for the last year and a half to really trying to get the right people in there that want to do these things. When you, when you show up like you did in Kentucky here a couple of weeks ago, um, really what's on the menu the, and does your menu change? I know we've talked about this before, but we've got new stations and new listeners and yep. I want, and I want you to tell them we've got a couple minutes here. Yep. What, what, what can they expect if you ever showed up at their doorstep? Sure. So our, our culinary team has really gotten to to the point where we're we're, we're doing a lot to change the menu up. Um, and even though the the main proteins are, are around poultry and pork, um, and and it's very pork heavy because it's it's a very cost effective, and we have a very large large sponsor in Prairie Fresh Pork who donates so much to us um, that 
you know, we, we understand you can't go out there and serve, you know, per, pulled pork the same way every day. Right. But when you have pull, when you have pork butts and you have pork loins and you have turkey and you have, you know, different, you know, different opportunities, you know, we've gotten to the point where we've added brown gravy, we've added teriyaki, we've added, you know, so you can do a, you can sit there and chop up a pork butt, you know, and chop it a little finer than what you might normally and add it to rice with a teriyaki sauce and vegetables. And now you have also something that's a little, you know, still comfort food, still cooked on the smoker, but it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we've gotten into a lot of one pot meals where we do, you know, we've added more and more rice to the mix, beans, um, actually made uh, down in Kentucky, we made one heck of a killer um, black bean um, rice and, and pork combo, um, you know, that that really, you know, I mean, you're adding you're adding a lot of start. You're adding that starch that helps them feel full, fuller, sure. longer, but yeah. you're also adding protein in 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 the black beans on top of the protein and the in the meat. Um, so we're continuing to expand that, you know, one of these days we're going to get a, a big beef company that wants to do the same thing that we've found on the pork side and the poultry side. Um, it's just not as easy because the price point is so much more mm. right. than, than what you're seeing in, in the, um, you know, in the market right now. There you go. We uh, got to get out of here, but um, Stan's going to stick around for after hours. But thank you for being with us, Stan Hayes from Operation Barbecue Relief. And Leanne, as always, uh, you're great in the co-pilot seat there. And we'll be back Mm -hmm. next week with another edition of Barbecue Nation. Remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.